What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode honestly sparked me because I am in a couple of Facebook groups and a avid listener um, was talking about how like she wanted some more podcasts to follow that were CrossFit focused. And I obviously don't talk about CrossFit enough on my podcast, mostly because I know that not all my listeners are CrossFitters, but I know that a good majority of them likely are. Um, and I thought it would be a good idea for me to kind of take some time and just break down some, some foundational, you know, beliefs and principles of CrossFit, some things that I think that people don't understand about CrossFit, um, whether they are a CrossFitter or not. I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about the CrossFit methodology, um, what you should be feeling, the stimulus and the actual results that are achievable. And I'm going to be honest, as I was getting ready for this podcast, I am, by the way, still sweaty from my workout session because it's freaking brutal out. Um, I'm like thinking about how people have all of these thoughts about how CrossFit's like, you know, not a great way to train, yada, yada, yada. Then you look at these CrossFit games athletes, you look at these women and, and these men and how fit they look. And you're like, well, they're doing CrossFit. They're not doing anything special. I mean, I am, I'm not going to say like, oh, I have this great body, but like, I'm proud of how I look and I do CrossFit. I train CrossFit and I think that people think that CrossFit is just about like dying in every single workout and it's this hit training program and it's not really what CrossFit is. So what I really want to do is it's going to take me five episodes because I want to spend enough time on each and everything to really break things down for you guys, whether you are a seasoned CrossFitter, a non-CrossFitter interested in learning a little bit more about CrossFit, or you are just getting started in CrossFit, you just drank the Kool-Aid as they like to say. And you're just like looking to make the most of your journey. Cause I'm going to tell you, there was a lot of things I would change if I could go back to when I first started, but I made a lot of mistakes. I was able to learn from those mistakes. And here I am. I don't know. What am I now? 13 ish years into CrossFit, uh, almost 14 years into CrossFit. And I don't think I'll ever train any other way. I look forward to my workout sessions. I, I get thrills out of programming things and, and how things come together. And I was texting one of my friends yesterday or actually this morning, I'm like, I tested a workout that I'm putting on the programming track tomorrow and it was so good. And I love doing that. I love making workouts that I think are going to be like hard, challenging, but enjoyable for people. So if you are a CrossFitter, I do hope that you guys get some value out of these next five episodes. If you're a non-CrossFitter, maybe I will convince you to start um, obviously looking into CrossFit. Um, before I kind of get into that, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my own intro to CrossFit, how I got started in it. And obviously, if you are looking to get started into CrossFit, some things to consider um, when joining a CrossFit gym. So when I got into CrossFit, I was 25-ish years old, somewhere around there. Um, I was, if you don't know my story, when I was 19 years old, I developed anorexia. Um, I struggled with that for about six years, um, depression, anxiety, starving myself, just really a very, really dark time in my life. And I'm not going to make this episode going back and rehashing that, but maybe I will retell my story at some point. I do have an episode where I break it down. Um, and when I came out of treatment, when I was 25 years old, I can go also down the rabbit hole of what they taught me in treatment and how that was not exactly the best thing for me. Um, I was lost. I honestly was an athlete, you know, before CrossFit or before going into treatment, before my eating disorder. And I had found a love of fitness. And even though I wasn't eating enough, I really liked working out and I liked being in the gym and I, and I loved the way it made me feel. And they basically told me that I shouldn't work out anymore, that it was not a good thing for me. And I was like, well, that's really not an option, <laughs> but I was scared because I obviously just didn't want to go backwards. And 
I was looking for something to do, um, to train. Uh, and I started running because running was, you know, accessible. I could just run, but I found myself getting obsessive about running. So it was like, well, I mean, I'm going to be obsessed with something. I might as well be obsessed with something that's going to, you know, build my body up. So then I started thinking about doing some mixed martial arts. Uh, and I went to a, it was like a boxing gym slash jujitsu, tried a couple of classes there and just a couple of days down, uh, like, cause it was a warehouse, uh, plaza was a CrossFit gym. And my dad had kind of talked to me about, he had mentioned, he had met the woman that owned it. And like, I think this would be a really positive thing for you, Cheryl. I think you should try it out. Kind of like, eh, I don't know those people are weird. Cause back then, by the way, guys, there was no CrossFit shoes. Uh, it was like ASICs or nothing. And maybe some Converse here and there, Chuck Taylor's. Uh, so a lot of times people were working out barefoot and I'd be like, dude, I don't know. They're like always running around barefoot down there. I just, I don't get it. Like I was confused. I looked at the CrossFit website and it was weird. It was like the first workout I saw was front squat one, 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 one. And I was like, what? Like they're going to front squat seven times. That's it. I'm like, that's just not going to do it for me. So it took me a little while to finally decide to try a class, but I did end up trying a class. The first workout I remember doing, and it might not have been the first workout, but it was definitely within that first week I did, uh, was fight gone bad. And I remember it was on this like old metal box and like, I don't even, I couldn't tell you where I was throwing the wall ball to, but I was like, so have had so much fun. I think another workout I remember doing that first week was like something with double unders and pistols. And I couldn't do double unders and be like, Oh my God, I, I can jump rope all day. I can't do this. Cause I was always used to jumping rope. And it was just like, I got so interested in learning something new. And the fact that I couldn't do these things, I kind of wanted to be able to do. And I saw that there was like, something that I could progress towards. So I started going, I started doing it. And then within a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, uh, actually, no, it was probably a couple of weeks. The owner who was Brazilian, he's like, we're going to train you for the CrossFit games. I was like, what? what's the CrossFit games? And he explained to me what it is. And I'm like, this is like 2010. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know? So I started training for the CrossFit games, which back then was, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. It was like just doing lots of pushups, lots of barbell work pretty much the same thing I'm doing now, but with no structure. So um, that's how I got into CrossFit. My very first competition was before there was the open. It was the, uh, it was called the section. I'm sorry. It was called, yeah, it was called the sectionals at that time. And you basically pay 50 bucks. You sign up. If you're one of the first hundred people to sign up, you get a spot. Uh, I got that spot and uh, I went out there and did my first competition, got my ass handed to me because I wasn't strong enough. I was a small girl. I was maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet. Mind you, I just got out of uh, eating disorder treatment. I was very small. And uh, I was like, I got to eat. <laughs> I remember just eating boxes of granola that weekend being like, how can I get calories in right now to get as strong as these girls? And it wasn't going to happen, but that was it. I was hooked. And it gave me something new to train for. That was like, I was excited to get stronger, to get faster, to get fitter. Um, and as much as I was scared of gaining weight, I was so much more pulled because the women were inspiring me to not be afraid of that. These women were not afraid to be big. They were not afraid to be strong and, and they didn't look bad. They looked amazing. I wanted that body. And I was like, all right, I can do this. So I drank the Kool-Aid and you know, here I am. That was 2010. It's 2023 and I'm still doing it. So that's how I got into CrossFit. And I just wanted to kind of start there. Now, if you are looking to get into CrossFit, a um, couple of things I want you guys to start off with before I kind of go into part one of this, this is called this the intro episode is 
when you guys are doing your research on a CrossFit gym, you, well, you should be doing your research on a CrossFit gym. Uh, one of the things is, is that CrossFit are, is an affiliate model. So it's just cool because it's not a franchise. Uh, they're all independently owned. They pay ownership to CrossFit to be able to use the brand name. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to open my own affiliate. I would love to have my own gym. It's just so many things on my plate. And I have such a, you know, my nutrition coaching business is keeping me so busy, but I would like to have an affiliate at some point. Um, but basically you, you, you own a gym, you can run it your own way. You can do your own programming. You want to make sure that you're doing some research on the gym that you're going to. You want to see well-programmed structure. You want to see, uh, uh, variants in the workouts. And I'm going to be going over these things with you guys over this next five weeks, five weeks, five episodes. Um, but just make sure you're doing your research. Take a look at the coaches, the structure of the class. They should be paying attention to your form. Um, class size should be, I would say less than 20, or they should have two coaches on. Um, you should have somebody to really guide you. I, I think that a foundations program is very essential. Not that it should be this big in-depth thing, but you should feel like you're getting some one-on-one -on -one attention on understanding some of the things. And I'm going to hopefully give you guys some of that this week. So um, that's pretty much what I want you guys to think about when looking for a CrossFit gym, along with obviously community. You want to have that community. That's honestly what keeps you hooked. So the first part of this uh, series is if you guys are not familiar with CrossFit, um, and even if you are, uh, and maybe just haven't been through your level one. And if you haven't been to your level and you're a CrossFitter, also highly recommend going through your level one is understand that there's a hierarchy of fitness in terms of developing an athlete in as prescribed by the CrossFit model. And um, it's really important for people to understand that you're never always focusing on one thing, but there are things that matter more than others. Just like I have a hierarchy of nutrition, um, hierarchy for CrossFit or developing of an, development of an athlete is very, very similar. Um, I personally have added a few things to the hierarchy that I think are also very important. And that's what I'm going to start with today. Now at the base of the CrossFit hierarchy is nutrition. And I 100% am like, boom, 100%. That should be the baseline because guess what? If your diet's dialed in, it's going to make your training that much better. Okay. Your training being dialed in does not necessarily make your nutrition better, but your nutrition being dialed in will make your training better. I got to write that down because that's going to be an Instagram reel. So stay tuned. Okay. Whenever I get an idea, I got to start writing it down. By the way, guys, productivity hack, a freaking notebook where you just write shit down like that is so good. Because if you're like me, I get squirrel syndrome like I just did. And I'll start doing something else when I'm in the middle of something. But now I can do that and move on. So nutrition is the baseline. Uh, what does, and, and what, when I start to talk about nutrition, I'm going to back up a second right now uh, because I want to talk to you guys first about the 100 words of fitness and why this is relative to these, this hierarchy. According to Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, the 100 words of fitness, eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not body fat. Practice and train major lifts, deadlift, clean, squat, press, clean and jerk, and snatch. Similarly, master the basics of gymnastics, pull-ups, dips, rope climbs, push-ups, sit-ups, presses to handstand, pirouettes, flips, splits, and holds. Bike, run, swim, row, etc. Hard and fast. Five or six days per week, mix these elements in as many combinations and patterns as creatively will, creativity will allow. Routine is the enemy. Keep workouts short and intense. Regularly train and play new sports. Okay. And as much as I know a lot of that, people have a lot of shit to say about it. <laughs> the truth of the matter is it's pretty well said. I think people take too much like 
emphasis on one thing and not realizing that it's a general statement. And if you're generally living that way, you're probably getting the most bang for your buck with your training and your life. And I'm going to start by, as I'm going through this series, how each part of these might be taken out of context and utilized wrong. And it's really important for you to guys to understand this because I do think these words are very powerful and that people that live by them are likely pretty darn fit, pretty darn healthy, and probably we look amazing. Just saying. We're going to focus today on the bottom of the hierarchy and each day I'm going to progress on. And so today we're going to be talking about nutrition, but a couple of the other things that I want to add that are also important in developing the foundation. So if you are just starting CrossFit right now, or you've been doing CrossFit for years and maybe you are plateaued, maybe you're getting beat up, maybe you're finding yourself getting burned out. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's a lot of things going on. This is going to be the steps to getting you everything you need to be successful. So whether you're looking to kind of revamp and reinvigorate and get more out of your CrossFit training, or you are just starting up. Okay. This is your foundation. All right. Nutrition. I'm talking food quality and food quantity. Okay. So in those hundred words of fitness, he mentions eating meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Okay. So that is food quality. Now, do I think that he thinks you guys should never be able to enjoy a piece of birthday cake or a, a pop tart here and there, or a drink here or there. Absolutely not. He's telling you what you should be eating the majority of the time. Okay. One thing that I will say about the CrossFit hierarchy is at that point, there was also an emphasis on the zone diet. And I don't think, I don't think that it, it was an intentional omission of that balance in this hundred words of fitness. I think it was trying to summarize things which is why the very next statement is keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not body fat. I can take these two sentences and I can obviously interpret them a million different ways, but I'm going to give you the interpretation of what I believe will get you guys the furthest in not only CrossFit, but feeling your best in life. All right. Eat meat and vegetables. Okay. What should every meal start with? protein and veggies. Okay. The majority of your foods should be starting there. Then you're going to be adding in some carbs and fats. Hopefully you're using some oils, some nut butters, some, some nuts and seeds. Your starches might come from rice or grains or sweet potatoes or, or fruit. Okay. You're not just filling your diet with a bunch of candy and cookies, right? That's what he is saying. He's not saying that you can't have those things. He's just saying that if you're eating these things, you're eating pretty well. That's the foundation of your diet. Okay. So if you guys are looking to build a high quality diet, if you're looking at these statements, this statement right here, and you're picking foods like this, you're eating pretty healthy. Now, like I said, he can't sit there and be like, oh, but you could have this or buy that. It's going to change it from a hundred words to what? 500 words, right? So this also incorporates, like I said, rice, sweet potatoes, grains, healthy oils like olive oil, uh, macadamia oil, coconut oil, all those different things you guys can have as well. And yes, I do believe that 80-20 is probably the majority of what most CrossFit coaches, including Greg Glassman, would probably tell you to live by. Meaning 80% of the time, this is your life. The other 20% of the time, you might be having a slice of birthday cake. Keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not body fat. That is calorie control and macronutrient balance right there in a nutshell, okay? So calories matter. 
the types of calories you're eating matters more for body composition and performance. I can eat 1500 calories worth of broccoli. I can eat 1500 calories worth of Oreos, or I can have 1500 calories worth of lean proteins, some broccoli, a couple of Oreos and some starches, right? All three of those scenarios are going to give me very, very, very different results. Okay. So the macronutrient breakdown of your nutrition matters secondly, right? This is why I full heartedly dove into nutrition coaching. As I mentioned my previous history, all right? I wanted to learn how to eat. I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good. I wanted all of those things for myself. And I knew that nutrition was the avenue to that. That is how you should be starting. If you are starting up a CrossFit or you've been doing CrossFit for years and you've never addressed your diet, or maybe you've done some dabbling here and there, but nothing has ever become permanent. This is your call to say, hey, I want to feel better. I want to look better. I got to start with the nutrition. Now, I am a nutrition coach. I understand that that's my business, but I don't do it just to sell. I do it because this is truly what I'm passionate about. So if that's you and you feel like you need to get your nutrition in check, whether you have five pounds to lose, 15 pounds to lose, 100 pounds to lose, or no pounds to lose, and you just want to feel better, look better, then hit me up. That's what I do. Okay. I offer a free assessment. I'll give you guys an idea of what your, what your timeline will look like. Give you guys an idea of, of what we're going to be doing along the process, where you might be starting at. Okay. Which is a big foundational part of building a nutrition plan. That's going to work for you. So along with nutrition at the bottom of this hierarchy is a couple of other things that I want you guys to consider that are important for building the foundation of a good quality training program like CrossFit, okay? Your sleep and your lifestyle play a factor into what you're going to be getting out of the gym, all right? So if you are sleeping three to five hours a night and then you're going to CrossFit and then you're going to work and then you're always stressed and everything's always rough, you're literally tense all the time and you don't even realize it, okay? You are putting yourself at risk for injuries. So if you're going into CrossFit and you're going ham every day and you're not sleeping and you're not recovering and you're bitching about your injuries, likely sleep is the problem. Okay. Not getting in enough recovery might be the problem. Overtraining can be the problem too. We're going to go into that. But a lot of times it's just not getting enough recovery in. And that's really all overtraining really is. I know we can't change our lifestyle in terms of, you know, the job we have to work, the responsibilities we have to our family, but there are other lifestyle choices that we do make that also will impact our training. All right. I'm not telling you guys to all become uptight, you know, you know, like I'm not doing anything fun, but listen, if your weekends consist of drinking all the time, going out late, not getting in enough sleep, that's how you choose to relax. Uh, you're also doing a disservice to your training. In fact, when I first started CrossFit, I used to drink on the weekends. I'd have a couple of drinks and I'd feel loose and I'd eat a bunch of shitty food. And guess what? It would take me three days into the week to feel normal again. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, my training was kind of meh. Thursday, Friday, feel good. Then I'm back to Saturday, Sunday, drinking and doing it all over again. So you got to realize that all those things are going to impact your fitness. I'm not saying that you have to cut out all of those things, but you might want to say, hey, maybe I'm going to take a period of my life and really optimize and then sprinkle things back in. Okay. If you're drinking a beer every night and it's, you know, making your sleep sh shitty because there is research that shows that drinking alcohol, although it helps you fall asleep, it does impact the quality of your sleep. You might want to make some changes. Um, so really looking at your lifestyle, your sleep, your stress, and all those types of things. Now, going into your actual training, okay, the foundation of your training, I talked about nutrition, 
talking about recovery and sleep. Now let's talk about optimizing in your CrossFit workouts to get the most out of things, starting from the foundation. And I'm not going to go into part two today, but I am going to start by giving you guys what's most important in your CrossFit classes right now, or if you're doing CrossFit on your own. Okay. So first things first, you need to have a properly developed warm up. All right. This does not have to be different every day. In fact, it could be the same thing every single day. Whatever it is, it's going to get you full body warmed up. You're going to get some blood flow. You're going to get your joints loose. You're going to address specific mobility limitations that you might have. And you might not know what those are, but your CrossFit coach will be able to tell you. If your CrossFit coach tells you, hey, you've got too much weight on the bar overhead because your elbows are bending, you should listen to them. Because your CrossFit coach is likely trying to help you get better. If instead you don't want to do that because your ego is seeing everybody else lifting 95 pounds over your head and you want to do the same thing to get the RX stamp, you're missing the progression of CrossFit. So take your ego out of the equation. Listen to the coach. They have your best interest in mind. And it might just be saying, hey, I need to spend an extra five minutes in my warm up on overhead squat days, really getting my thoracic spine open getting my upper back open, getting me feeling really good in the bottom of an overhead squat. Okay, so you need to have a proper warm-up. You're going to learn that as you progress in CrossFit. In the beginning, your coach is going to help. So some keys of a proper warm-up, mobility, making sure that you're getting those joints loose, uh, assessing if there's anything tight, maybe a lingering itis from the day before uh, that you want to maybe address, maybe avoid doing some specific movements. Um, then you want to think about bringing your heart rate up, getting yourself warm, this is great. I love people that are like, they go to the gym, they do a couple of circles. They put the weight on the bar and they're sitting there. And I see it all the time. They just sit there. They wouldn't do any warm up reps. I'm like, are you gonna warm up with us? I don't want to waste my reps. Okay. You're wasting your workout right now because you're literally going to go into your workout and you're warming up in your first set. And guess what? That's going to get you piss poor results. Most of the time there are times for this. Okay. If I'm doing 10 rounds of like 400 meter runs with a minute rest, I might warm up pretty good, but obviously I'm, I know that my first round, I'm going to kind of ease into things a little bit. Doesn't mean I'm waiting until that first round to start running, but I want to make sure that I'm not pushing too hard. So you want to get your heart rate up, movement practice, getting in a couple of reps lighter with the barbell, adding some weight, a few more reps, then getting a little bit of movement practice with the different movements together transitions, getting a couple of toes to bar, a couple of thrusters, whatever the movements are for the day, uh, waking up your central nervous system. Guys, if you are an early morning person, this is important for you. You need a little bit more of an aerobic warm up to kind of get that body woken up. You will feel better in your lifts. You're not going to waste your energy. In fact, you're going to tap into better energy. I could go into energy systems right now, but I'm not going to, I want to dive into all the things CrossFit, but I'm trying to give you guys the tactical things you need today. And then really getting a game plan for the workout. Now, this is a big one for those of you guys out there that are newer to CrossFit, or even if you've been doing it for a long time and never really paid attention to this. When you see a workout on the board, it shouldn't just be, I'm just going to go and see what happens. Every time you approach a workout, you should be looking at what is the stimulus? What am I trying to get out of these movements? And where is my capacity at right now? Okay, where are my limitations going to be? Where do I know I'm going to excel? Where do I know that I'm going to suffer? Where do I need to take things back? This is going to help you guys, quote unquote, scale the workout for the best response. 
guys, scaling the workout is not a, like, it's not a bad thing. I've talked about this before. Scaling your workout is likely the best way to progress because a lot of times people don't scale a workout and they might feel proud. There might be a confidence boost, but they're missing the fitness boost of it. So don't make that mistake. There are times for that, but for the most part, look at the workout, understand the workout stimulus, and then understand where your limitations are. When you guys are approaching your workouts in CrossFit, you guys need to be thinking about first and foremost, the mechanics of your movements. Okay. So that means that, you know, your squatting movements, you should know the mechanics of a well-built squat. CrossFit teaches you that. Those of you guys that want to bitch about CrossFit being a bad training modality, if you've got a good CrossFit coach, they are going to be a nitpicky bitch <laughs> about you guys on your squats. Okay. You want to lift a heavy barbell? Guess what? Have a CrossFit coach dissect your air squat. All right. So those people that want to talk about CrossFit being a bad way to train, there is a lot of emphasis on mechanics. If you are at a gym that fully teaches the, 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 pro, the process of the progression, the actual model of CrossFit. Okay. That, that's what I really want to say. However, I just said that. Okay. So mechanics need to come first. Then, and along those lines, you want to be consistent with those mechanics. So if we are doing 21 reps of thrusters, your first thruster should look pretty much the same as your 15th thruster and pretty much the same as your 19th thruster, but it might start to get a little bit harder. But your knees aren't caving in. You're not dropping your elbows. Your heels aren't coming up. You're not like losing your back. It should look good. All right. We want to look good. In fact, if you go watch the CrossFit games, you don't see too many of them losing form very often. They might towards the end. And we're going to get into where competition comes into play. And that's where maybe things go a little bit uh, further off in that in that direction. But you want to be working with consistent mechanics. Then you bring the intensity. And I really shouldn't say then. It's most that the intensity should come when you have consistent mechanics. And that sometimes means lowering the load or taking the load away altogether and working body weight to keep the intensity up. Okay. So going over this stuff before I kind of get into the closing part of today's episode. All right. The foundation of your CrossFit journey and any journey in nutrition, I'm sorry, in fitness starts with nutrition and your lifestyle, dial in your food, dial in your sleep, try and manage stress, and take a look at how your lifestyle choices, not the things you can't choose, like your job, are affecting those things. All right. That's the base of that. When you get into the CrossFit gym and you're getting ready for your class and you're wanting to know how to get the most out of your CrossFit class or your CrossFit workout, you have to have a proper warm up. That means sometimes if you've got three pieces in your home program that you're following, it's not skipping the warm up to get right into the back squats. It might be doing the warm up and you get less time on the back squats. You can't go as heavy. Okay. That's more important. Or you're just doing, which is what I'm going to get into next. So you're just making sure that you're getting the warm up in. Cool down is important too. I need to talk about this. I probably, you know what? Let me go ahead and say, because guess what? Can you tell where coach Cheryl fails? The cool down guys, we should all be cooling down a little bit. Okay. Whether it's what I've been doing lately to, cause I'm, like I said, I'm bad about cooling down. Um, I've been working on my thoracic mobility, which is mid back. Um, so when I cool down now, I spend about five to 10 minutes either on the bike erg uh, or the echo bike. 
and I might do some accessory work, like, uh, you know, like some band work, my shoulders. Um, but I'll mix in some like thoracic opening stuff, some hip opening stuff, just like some stretching type stuff. I do that in my cool down. I try and make sure it doesn't have to be anything super complicated. So if you don't have a lot of time, you might want to build that into that like night, that like accessory piece of your workout. So just a little tangent on there. Okay. But we got our warm up or cool down, understanding the workout stimulus and sticking to it. If the workout is meant to be done in five minutes, it shouldn't take you 15. Okay. Sometimes being faster at a workout gets you the better stimulus. And then obviously keeping those mechanics consistent and then bringing the intensity. Let's talk about intensity and volume because these are going to segue into my last piece of today's episode. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned, we want to bring intensity, but we want our mechanics to be consistent with that intensity. Okay. So a lot of people that have been in CrossFit for a long time have also progressed to being able to handle more volume. That's not a bad thing. All right. But what I want you guys to understand, I said progressed. All right. So it also means that intensity is often going to be lower on specific pieces of the training program. So if I have a 20 rep max back squat and I'm doing Fran and I'm doing uh, mile repeats somewhere in that day, something's not going to be going as good as I'd like it to. So I have to know where my expectations are. All right. If I'm trying to get stronger, I'm probably going to put more of my ducks into that 20 rep max back squat. If I want to build my aerobic base. I might just take it a little bit easier on that back squat, give it the mile. If I want to get the most out of my CrossFit journey, sometimes it's not all that volume. Sometimes it's just doing the 20 rep max back squat or just doing the mile repeats. Okay. Not always fun. You should feel like you're missing out on things, but you want to keep the intensity up. Where a lot of CrossFitters go wrong with this intensity and volume piece is because CrossFit was meant to be done in less than an hour. In fact, some of your workouts might take you five minutes, right? But the goal of the program wasn't for you to do a five minute workout and then go drive in your car for two hours and then sit behind a desk for eight hours and then drive back in your car for two hours and go sit in front of your TV for two hours. Um, you know, it should be about being fit and active outside of the gym, right? So one of the things that he mentions is regularly train and play new sports. Okay. So maybe you're not able to train and play new sports every day, but basically we should be moving throughout the day. We should be doing other things throughout the day. So when it comes to intensity, your workouts should be intense. Okay. Um, we should obviously, and there's, and I can go, like I said, I can go down the rabbit hole of time during domains and, you know, you know, short, long distance, all those different things. But what I want you guys to understand is intensity should be there in your, in your CrossFit class, but you also have to take a look at your movement and your lifestyle outside of that. When it comes to volume, okay, the goal for CrossFit is to develop a habit where you are training five to six times a week. He says it right there, five or six days per week, mix these elements in as many combinations and patterns as creativity will allow. This is not random. This isn't people just throwing shit together. Okay. This is actually looking at the day-to-day -day progressions. What did I do yesterday? What am I doing tomorrow? How do I feel? And building upon things. So there is progression in CrossFit. It just doesn't have to be the same progressions in CrossFit. You don't have to always be doing back squats on Monday. Maybe you do back squats this week and you do front squats next week. Okay. But there should be some progression and you're looking to build up the tolerance to five to six days a week. All right. So that's what we're looking for to get the most out of CrossFit. So if you're only going three days a week, 
you are also likely missing a huge piece of your CrossFit training. Okay, the people that get the best results are showing up every single day. It becomes part of their lifestyle. And if they can't go to the gym, it doesn't mean that they have to go to the gym to do CrossFit, right? Like I said, going for a run can be CrossFit. That's CrossFit. I could be working on push-ups. I can do death by push-ups at my house. That's CrossFit. Like there's always things you can do that can be doing a workout a day, five to six days a week. You don't have to always go to the gym for that. You don't have to always do an hour workout for that. Okay. So knowing that that's the actual goal to get the most out of the program. So if you are a beginner, you want to think about graduating to that. And if you've been doing it for a long time and you're not getting results, you might have to say, Hey, how can I get more in the gym to be able to get more out of my CrossFit journey journey? Okay. So and then, like I mentioned, you know, looking at your lifestyle outside of the gym, are you sitting behind a desk all day? Are you actually trying to get outside and do more fun things? I love getting outside. In fact, tomorrow I want to go take my, take my paddleboard out. You know, I want to get out in the water and do fun things. I and mean, look at Rich Froning. He's mountain biking now. He's doing all kinds of cool shit, right? Like, because it's not just about what we do in the gym. You know, if you like that, great. But you also should be able to do other fun things, you know, go play at a trampoline place, you know, learn how to do flips. Like that's part of the CrossFit model. Now let's talk about what matters most as I'm closing this episode out. I think I'll keep saying that because I just, it's my last thing is I want to make sure I touch on all that is getting the most out of the class right now. Okay. So as I'm talking about the foundation of CrossFit, we are going to, and I'm going to little segue into what our next episode is going to be back are going to be on is understanding the importance of mastering the Metcon. Okay. Everything that I just said, also comes down to you understanding the importance of the metabolic conditioning piece of CrossFit. That is how you get the most bang for your buck. You are getting muscle hypertrophy. You are getting aerobic base building, anaerobic base building. You are getting core work. You are getting everything if you understand how to master the Metcon. In fact, in my earlier days of CrossFit, I was known as the Metcon monster. Little fact for you guys out there. I can't remember when I heard it on the uh, one of the regionals updates. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because I drink the Kool-Aid and I love CrossFit Metcons. It doesn't mean that the other things don't matter to making the Metcon better, but mastering the Metcon is going to get you the most bang for your buck in CrossFit. And that's couplets and triplets. That's the 21-15-9s. It's the five rounds of 400 meter run and overhead squats. It's the classic CrossFit stuff. You are going to get the most bang for your buck by doing that. And even in my online programming, I do, no matter what, I will always program CrossFit. And as we're getting into the summer, they're going to be getting a lot more CrossFit and a lot less of the specific lifting stuff because I want them to experience what that feels like. And it's, it's hard because a lot of people that aren't into CrossFit don't get it, but I know it's so important. This is where the metabolic stimulus comes in, the insulin sensitivity, all those things you guys can get by understanding how to match the Metcon, but it does not need to be stressful. Okay. You do not have to feel like crap every single day. Nowhere in the 100 words of fitness does he say that you have to leave the gym every single day, flat on your back, feeling like shit, so tired, okay? Nowhere in there does he say that at all. And nowhere in the CrossFit methodology methodology do they preach that. They want intensity. There are days where we want you to go as hard as possible, but that's not all days, Okay. You want to show up and be able to show up again tomorrow. Okay, so master the Metcon, understand building the, the right stimulus, understand how to build capacity, and that's going to get you the most out of CrossFit. So this was part one of part five. All right, and this one was a little bit longer because I had to do a little bit of intro too. 
Part two, I'm going to be building on to match the Metcon. I'm going to be talking about building your aerobic base along with talking about the energy systems, the different energy systems. So stay tuned for my next episode. And I'm super stoked to talk about this, guys, because I love talking about CrossFit and I haven't done it in a long time. So I feel like a kid in the candy store. Uh, but I'm going to pop over to my comments and see if I miss anybody talking. I got a few comments here. Hey, guys. Hey, Miss Jody. Never say never. Um, hitting us a hard truth today, Kenneth. Uh, you know what I'm trying to do? All I am trying to do is educate the world on CrossFit. That's it. So it's been a while since I've done this and it's, uh, it's much needed. So hopefully you guys got some value out of today's episode. And if you are looking to start CrossFit and you're, and you're insecure, you don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. Shoot me a message as well. I would love to be able to get you started on your CrossFit journey. Talk to y'all soon.